Bless this mess, my babies. Damn, y'all are stinky. Uh-oh. It's your scent-spraying stepdad, Wolf the Dog. And I'm here stinking up the joint live from 694.2 PTBP. The only radio station that offered smello listen for a time. But uh, we had to stop. People died, man. This episode's Howlin' with Wolf is from at Sergeant Boondock on Twitter. He tweeted about the show and tagged at Pretending Pod, which really puts the hell yeah in hell yeah, dude. Mr. Sergeant Boondock would like me to, uh, dedicate a big ol' smooch to Mrs. Sergeant Boondock. Well, uh, I, I guess I can cook up a little romance. Prepare for a smooch. Sorry, I don't know what came over me, Sergeant Boondock on Twitter. I was overcome with a strong passion. I haven't given an auditory smooch in many a millennia, according to my smooch calendar. If you want to make a saucy request of your stinky wolf, tag the show at Pretending Pod on the internet. And if you're interested in trading $6.66 for 22 bonus episodes, head over to Patreon and purchase your own personal Splashylvania Fast Pass. As always, the links are all up in the show notes, and I am all up in the news. Last time, the little twins recognized and stared down Clark Bishop from a horrifying vessel floating across the shimmering steel sea. Aboard this defaced bay boat, the rabid ball holding Julie Maxwell's corpse ripped at the bridge connecting the two stilted bunkers. Keith, Don, and Jack leapt for the railing of the little balcony outside the second bunker's hatch door, but Keith couldn't hold on. He fell into the molten ocean and became engulfed in the sea made of solder. But Don D. Pettymore chanted some sort of cancellation incantation, and each action by person, object, or ball played out perfectly in reverse. As the rope bridge came crashing down a second time, Keith leapt for the railing of the little balcony outside the second bunker's hatch door. But this time, with a little hindsight, to everyone's delight, he held on with all his might. So make like a beans and Keith holding on tight. It's Dragon in 3 with What Kind of World Are You Living In? Can you fit in your butt, Thomas? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't have numbers like you and Luke. <laughs> so Taylor and I started saying ditto a lot. I don't know who started it, but then we were like kind of playing with the word and saying different iterations. Uh, so there for a minute, it was just like diddy, diddy, dits, 
And now if we agree with each other, we just go big dits. Big dits. <laughs> big dits. But then big old, big old ditties. Big old ditties. <laughs> so then I said big old ditties and she was like, no. <laughs> Too far. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm really the one for you. <laughs> yeah, dude. Diddy Kong. <laughs> 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 and Luke's our sub, who we call Diddy Kong. <laughs> I want bananas. Because they're your penises. <laughs> oh, oh, Diddy. Diddy Dong. Diddy Dong. Okay. Well, this is really funny, but we probably can't use that. Diddy Dong. Why? Oh, I don't know. Can we say that we're going to have a three-way sub relationship with Luke where he sucks our penises and calls them bananas because he's Diddy Dong? I think we can, and I think you summed it up pretty well. Yeah, that's what I thought we were doing. Okay, well, if that's not, you know, insensitive. To Luke? To Nintendo fans. To Nintendo Yeah, to Nintendo fans. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I just don't want to cross the line of joking into like fetishization or even like otherization. Right. Well, you know. then the listeners can know that you feel that way. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and uh, I'll keep calling Luke Diddy Dong for the Diddy whole episode. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I rolled a 48. Diddy dong. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did this, Thomas. You forced my hand. Now it's all in. <laughs> you can take the part out where I'm a little bitch about it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's our new intro yeah, like, make it flow. thing is that we say f- fucked up stuff until Thomas goes, I don't think we can put this in there. <laughs> and then we start the episode. <laughs> I'll, I'll cut you saying the word bitch, though, you sexist fuck. <laughs> Keith Wigner grabs onto the railing. <laughs> you gendered slur using son of a bitch. All right, so <laughs> Keith grabs onto the railing. Uh. <laughs> Zach, okay. <laughs> Keith grabs onto the railing. And this time... Uh, all the sweat got wiped off my hands the last time I grabbed it, and somehow the reverse, you know, didn't put the sweat back on my hands. So I go slightly, <laughs> slightly to the left of where I jumped last time to avoid the puddle of sweat, and I grab on with all my strength. In the distance, you just hear what sounds like a door hitting the inside of a metal wall. <laughs> <laughs> I hear it but I don't even have time to think about it can I try to pull myself up this round or I guess probably not you guess right Clark it's your turn Uh, I mean there's nothing to do (laughs) (laughs) Clark Clark and John both Brush their hands and we, we did say it. mission accomplished. <laughs> it uh, it uh, looks like Keith made it this time. That's good. This time, I'm saying this time because we went back in time. Did that happen to you, John? Yeah, it felt like we did a little rewind, a little Prince of Persia there. Or do we have any recollection of that handler? 
You absolutely remember it, and you absolutely need to roll sanity. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, I fail. <laughs> <laughs> I fail too, but not over my power. Oh, I oh failed my over my God. power. I critically failed and over my power. <laughs> it's a 66. Oh, wow. Well, now I'm not locked in here. <laughs> With you, I'm locked in here with you. (laughs) (laughs) Fool me twice. Can't fool me again. (laughs) You ain't gonna Rorschach me again. All right, so with that, you all lose one sanity. Uh, This was a zero slash one, so Clark, you still only lose one. We're in a room of junk, and I'm frustrated. I would just start chucking things against walls. I just threw a door. You saw me do that. I'm gonna just keep on chucking shit. Where the fuck are we out of here? God damn it! And as you're chucking junk across the room, you pick up the golf club you found earlier and you fling it. And it, as it leaves your your hands, you, you think you're throwing it at the wall, but it just kind of like flips out of control. Putter head over handle flies toward Leo Piston and the putter part just <laughs> sinks directly into the bullet hole. <laughs> in him and he's just like yeah! oh my god <laughs> no Clark Clark uh, and he like leans back over and you're still I mean you're just not even paying attention you're just yeah. throwing shit Don D. Pettymore you're up I'm assuming I also went back so I need to re-grab onto the thing yeah okay my ding dang dexterity Oh, I didn't even think about it. what if we save Keith and then lose both Don and Jack? <laughs> Two for one deal. <laughs> I'm willing to take that risk. Uh, <laughs> 36 on a 55 for my dexterity. <laughs> nice. Yep. Don grabs some steady footing as this rope bridge is crumbling beneath him and he. Uh, not crumbling, just moving, just falling. I feel like Don D in this moment would be like, oh, shit, like knowing that he has to complete that <laughs> jump again. He's like, oh, it son went of a back bitch. further than you expected. Yeah, I thought I was just going to be hanging out, and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but you owe fuck your way right across and grab onto the railing. Hell yeah. Is right outside the hatch uh, on this stilted room. Above the shiny, shimmering, silver sea. John, it's your turn. Keith, Don, are you okay? I, I am now. Uh, I about melted in half. It felt horrible. Yeah, I saw. That looked very unpleasant. It's okay. I have no residual pain from it. No, no lasting effects at all. And my hands aren't sweaty anymore. You didn't feel it mature you at all? Like you passed through a crucible? came out maybe a little mentally tougher older i don't know i'd say maybe i have lost enough sanity to and rolled over my power and am at a breaking point past my breaking point (laughs) (laughs) oh hell that's one hell of a way to put it i think clark's at that point too (laughs) and you you see like a folding table fly over john's shoulder (laughs) and crash into the sea Well, I, I guess we'll probably explore that with you pretty soon here. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go check on Clark. 
can I calm him down at all with persuade or? Uh, yeah, if you have psychotherapy, that is what it is meant for. So if you need to roll persuade, uh, then you'd take a negative 20. Okay, I'll try a negative 20 on my persuade, uh, which is a 60. Fuck. 59. That would have been excellent. Oh. <laughs> so very ineffectively, um, Clark, that, you know, I, I know we've seen a lot of fucked up shit, and now Swing. your whole chronology, yeah, he's <laughs> he, he's got a little folding chair that he's using as a shield, and he's deflecting some incoming, like, shots. <laughs> but, like, basically, just don't, like, I guess just don't worry about it, and your life will always be like this now, so why even, you know, don't stress out. <laughs> Jack Russell is running and making a jump. Fails. Oh, uh, no. Bye bye, Jackie. <laughs> he grabs. You can't take Jack from me. <laughs> he grabs Keith by the legs and takes, <laughs> takes, takes him down with him. <laughs> takes his huge pants down. But the shorts make for a huge parachute, and he <laughs> starts floating up and away. <laughs> and, then he's, uh, and then he's gone the twinkle uh star in the sky he just disappears uh, like team rocket okay so uh jack russell is going to begin falling and as he makes the jump for it he hits his head he like grabs on to the railing but then his head kind of slams into the the room and he immediately just lets go and he starts falling and he's falling on his back and he's kind of like rotating backwards so you think his neck is probably going to land first it's the ball's turn oh, yeah. it shrieked the moment that it reversed all of its actions back to where it was in time All of that got noise. Yeah, all that got blocked by Discord. <laughs> That's all. It was like there must be a wild animal in Zach's apartment. <laughs> Aiden and Alice Little are looking at their hands where they just held lollipops, but then were, for some reason were forced to put the lollipops back into their overalls. John standing at the open door is just like pointing at Don, like he did it. He did that to you. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want them to put a missing, like, taking our candy away from them on top of everything else that had happened. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Ooh, 69. Uh-oh. Jack Russell does not hit the ocean, so that's good. Uh, however, the reason he doesn't hit the ocean is because one long metal tendril flies out towards him and skewers his neck right in between his head and his shoulders. It goes all the way through about five yards past him as well. And so as the long, long metal limb is just horizontal above parallel with the ocean, the body of Jack Russell is like 
hanging from it like a foosball player, but the uh, but the 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 <laughs> stake the stake is going through his neck because of his like uh, rotation as he was falling. He is like a foosball player, kind of spinning around <laughs> by his neck. The metal tendril rips backwards and brings the body of Jack Russell with it. And so now two of its tendrils uh, are holding up bodies, uh, one being Julie Maxwell, the other Jack Russell, as two of the other tendrils are in the melting, shimmering silver sea. Uh, they've kind of climbed out to find purchase within the waters uh, made of the same texture, but in a different state. Uh, than itself. Keith, it is your turn. Keith is pulling himself up to get up and get on like level ground. And as he's saying it, he looks over at Don and is like, thanks. Uh, d- don't use that on him. <laughs> and with a 12, I pull myself up. <laughs> I think Don gives like a menacing glare back to him, but doesn't say anything. You pull yourself up and can stand on this balcony that is outside of this stilted room uh, with the hatch door right next to you. Yeah, as soon as I actually get up on there, I think about what just happened to me, and uh, it's not computing. With that, I need Joe, Thomas, and Justin to take off their headphones. Luke, Luke, Luke. Yeah, I'm a crazy guy. (laughs) (laughs) You fuck so good, though. Did he dong? I'm on top of it. I need you to... Mm. You hit a breaking point, you said? Yeah. Over my power, lost the sanity, <laughs> breaking point. All the... All right. Hitting them all. All the things. So I need you to roll three times. Uh, D100, right? Yes, please. A 61, a three, and 80. 61 is kleptomania. Irrational compulsion for stealing. Okay. Three is acluomania, an excessive liking for darkness. Okay. And 80 is phasmomania, an obsession with ghosts. I'm going to say because of where I am when this happened, and it's, you know, dark and gooey and all the colors and also other stuff, right? Yep. The d- second one, compulsion for yeah, the dark. Yeah, okay. So you are going to have acluo, acluo, acluo. Acluomania. Mania. An excessive liking for darkness. I like it. <laughs> and then you are uh, you are now extremely paranoid. I know what uh, this is going to manifest as. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get him back. Birdie, 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 birdie. I feel birded. Bird, 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 Iran. You know that one, classic one. My favorite bird time. Yeah, I kind of like look off in the distance for a second, and then I look at Don. Yeah, he's hanging there off the railing. I walk over to where he is and. I start stepping on one of his fingers. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Okay, roll against each other. Oh, I hope I lose. (laughs) (laughs) What am I rolling? Strength or? Uh, You can either like try to hold on tight or you can try to like move your hands away from where he's stepping. What am I rolling? 
This is a very important number. <laughs> I guess unarmed combat, I guess, is technically what it is. I crit succeed. <laughs> <laughs> no. Jesus Christ. Can I just like tough it out or is that like not really an option? Should I try and move? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could you could roll like constitution. You could roll, like, constitution yeah. To tough it out, yeah. That's what I think I'd do because I don't want to wait, move. Wait, wait, I lied. I lied. I was looking at the wrong sheet. Did you crit fail? I only have a 40, so I crit fail. <laughs> oh. I was looking at Clark's. <laughs> Should I still roll? <laughs> Whoa. Sneaky. Yeah, go ahead and roll. What if I crit fail worse? I didn't. I got a 35 on a 60. Keith, you're like, oh, no. you go to step, you go to step on Don's fingers and a critical fail, huh? Throw him back into the sea. I know, right? Yeah. He just slips and falls just over the railing. Undo everything. <laughs> <laughs> and Don, Don won't save him that time because he tried to step on his fucking fingers. I don't have to die. <laughs> I don't think it's that. <laughs> My parachute pants open up and it slows me down so much that I can't even touch his fingers with my foot. <laughs> oh my God. There's an updraft in here. What's updraft? <laughs> nice. <laughs> I slip on the puddle of sweat that's like dripped off of me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you slip on the on the sweat from your wet hands. <laughs> oh, Keith Vigna, old wet hands. What, what'd and, you do to uh, my ankle? I scream at Don. That's right. That's perfect. <laughs> yes. You like get in his face too. Well, I'm on the ground, so I'm like face to face with him. <laughs> Screaming right what'd in his face. What'd ankle? you do to my ankle? And I'm like grabbing my ankle and <laughs> I'm like angry and very scared. <laughs> Clark, your turn. Am I snapped out of it? Yeah. He uh he starts to get his wits about him and uh he stops throwing things with as much vigor and then slowly stops throwing things at all. Oh god, Leo, I'm so sorry. Oh fuck, Leo, I, I didn't mean it. I didn't You were you caught in the crossfire. I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't mean to do that. I'm it just happens sometimes. I'm sorry. And I try and help him get the this putter out hell. of the bullet hole. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Leo. I didn't I didn't mean to do it. Leo, you have to admit it was one hell of a throw. That was one in a million. Got you right in the hole, did I? Dang it. Dang it. Dang my perfect throwing arm. This hole's so big now you can fit like two apples in here. <laughs> hole or sliced up? Two. Okay, rookie numbers, but John, we gotta get out of here. This it's 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 driving us mad. It's, we we can't we can't be staying here. We gotta we gotta that ball's out there. We gotta we're we're what are we gonna do? That's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> Don, you're up. Does Don know that he was about to get stepped on, or did he just see it? I guess uh, not. Vigna take one step and then tweak his ankle and fall over yeah. and start yelling. <laughs> and at then me. he s panic screams at you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, you guys are like face to face. Yeah, I'm going to pull myself up and I'm like, what happened to you, boy? I shrink away from him in total fear. <laughs> I want to slap him in the face to like snap him back into reality. That seems like Don. Yeah. <laughs> Can I, I roll, to roll like, to resist getting slapped? <laughs> no, I think that with how panicked and freaked out 
Keith is. Okay. Uh, he's just going to take it. I do a backhand, too. Ooh. Front and back, or bo- or just backhand? Oh, both would be good, though. Let's say both. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the recommendation, Luke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, anything. Yeah, I, like, pull up the shirt collar since he's on the ground and, like, holding his head in front of me, just like, whack, whack. It's a big coral polo. It's actually a little too tight on me, so it pulls me right to it. Not anymore. <laughs> not after this. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a huge, awkward neckline just hanging down. Oh, God. Down. <laughs> so unfortunate. Snap out of it, boy. <laughs> John, your turn. John, here's the trademark shrieking whimper of someone who's just been <laughs> slapped Snapped out of it. By, yeah, by a petty more uncle. <laughs> And he takes he takes inspiration and uh, slaps slaps Clark, <laughs> who, who has just screamed, "What are we gonna do?" And John smacks him twice across the face, grabs him by the shoulders, and says, "I don't know." <laughs> what kind of sound does Clark make? <laughs> Don D. Pettymore hears the hears the echo of slaps happening. A tear runs down his eye. Ouchie, ouchie. Oh my god. That boy might be a ball. But he's a petty ball. John Lee Petty Ball. Holy shit. Ouchie, oh, ouchie. Boy. Ouchie. Ouchie, ouchie. <laughs> It's Jack Russell's turn and he's dead. (laughs) That's one less thing on your plate, Zach. I didn't get to say two to a canoe. I thought you were going to say, like, as he get pulled away and he was, like, dying, he'd be like, two to a canoe. Two to a canoe, bro. Oh, well, now's a good time for that. So, yeah, he's still hanging there and you, his his vocal cords his vocal cords are pushing against the metal tendril that's going through his neck sideways. And so as he's talking, it reverberates through the metallic arm of this ball. And it's like... <laughs> Truly horrible. John John's just like, I don't I don't get that reference personally. <laughs> None of us did, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's the ball's turn. Oh. Just make him be nice. Just make him do a nice thing for us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Zach, you ever think of that? Yeah, Zach. The ball is coming for... It's definitely Don. It's coming for Don. (laughs) He's the only one who's like out of one of the rooms, and he's standing above Keith, so Keith wouldn't be a target. So the biggest target is Don D. Pettymore, and this thing is flinging a metal tendril at you. What do you do? Is the is the hatch near me? The door? 
to get yeah. into. Yeah, in fact, you're in kind of a spot where you could slam open the door and use it as a shield. I imagine it like if we were standing in the middle of the rope bridge, if the rope bridge was still attached to this second stilted bunker and we are staring at the hatch, you would be with Keith holding him just to the left of this hatch and you would have to reach across this hatch door in order to pull it open, putting the door in between you and the metal tendril flinging toward you, but also putting the entrance to this bunker on the other side of the hatch from where you were standing. Yeah, I think I'd try and get some kind of cover, basically. If you slam the door open, it'll be between you and the arm. Yeah. Okay, so go ahead and roll either athletics, dexterity, strength maybe, I guess, or dodge. Dodge. doors. I got a good dodge, let's see. Nope, dexterity it is. Wait, hold on. Oh, 47 on a 55. I've never rolled this well in my entire fucking life. (laughs) What's going on there? (laughs) What was that? He's making kissy faces. He made a kissy face, then he made a... There's a ghost, a sexy ghost in his house. Kind of linguist face. (laughs) What are you guys talking about? Taylor brought me food. Oh. Is it Taco Bell? No, it's Subway, actually. I'm very confused. Wow. You gotta eat fresh. Mm-hmm. Blimpies eat fresh. <laughs> it's called Blimpy. There's no S on the end. Mm, it's not <laughs> Wait, Arby's. Really? They rebooted it with a Arby. Z. I didn't know that about Blimpy. It's called Arby. It's just one of my many pet peeves. Specifically Blimpies. That's the only one that gets me for some reason. <laughs> so what about Arby? <laughs> that's what Thomas said. said that. We're going to yeah, Arby. That's what Thomas said. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right. Back to your role. What about Arby? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> uh, nice. Good one. Because that one's plural. Windy. Possessive. Oh. <laughs> it's plural. <laughs> <laughs> there are two Arby. <laughs> I passed with a 40. Which is lower. Which is wait, is that good or bad? I don't remember. That's know good for you. Good. Yay! <laughs> wait, what did you roll? I rolled a forty-seven. Cool. Hell yeah. So you slam open this uh this hatch door, you just like rip it open and it's blocking you and Keith. You can't see the boat at all anymore. You can't see this metal tendril coming toward you. And then all of a sudden, the hatch door, which is made out of the same black colorful inky darkness warps toward you like something is pushing into it from the other side and it's almost as if a stretched out piece of cotton or a canvas is being like pushed by a hand but it's this metal tendril trying to push and break through this hatch and it cannot and it kind of like rubbery bounces back you can't see anything but you seem to be safe you feel there's not a metal tendril inside of you so you did good good job yeah thanks john your turn seeing that john wants to like hey hey john sorry when he flings open the hatch through the doorway you do not see the inside 
of a room like the junkyard bunker that you are in, you see a vast world. The sky is the same inky darkness that is extremely, extremely... Oh, wait, no, it's not. There's no color in it at all. It's just darkness. And the ground is made of pure light. Uh, It seems kind of like we got screwed on the... On the bunker lottery, Clark. Looks like there's a world of pure light over on the other side. That might be nice. Instead of this junkyard fucking dying-ass Leo Piston. <laughs> the cat fucker. <laughs> it, uh, it may not be nice, actually. I've, I, I've seen a place like that before. It's, the circle of knowledge showed me that. That's where that, that creature I saw that I'm so so frightened of, that's where it lived. That's, 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 that's where they were trying to keep it. They were trying to keep it in that place. Hell, Don just opened a door. I don't think that's that's probably not good. I, I don't think it'd fit through that door, but that's probably not good that that door is open. Shit. I don't know. Maybe it is best if we just stay here with the cat fucker. But we probably should go get Keith. I guess. I guess we we got to take the Jack Russell's boat. Is that how we get over there? How are we gonna? What are we gonna? How are we, what if I just spent months in here, Bruce Wayneing myself in the ways of the ooze and learning how to manipulate it? <laughs> And then once I'm like a master, then we go outside and rescue everybody. I forgot that you're doing that kind of thing with the ooze stuff now. Do you do you feel like you have control over it in an effective way? Can we can we use that to our advantage here? It really does seem like the rolls are stacked to my favor, so to speak. But in another manner speaking, I don't want to break the game by being super powerful and just <laughs> manipulating literally everything in the world. This ball is one-shotting people. I think now is the time to uh, use any any resource that you have available in order to not die or not let your friends die. You know how when we went out the Marie Jacobs door and then we came around and we were at the same door again, we did like a loop-de-loop somehow? Yeah. Can you create a door that does that for us to get over there? Let me Let me think about that. John walks over to the wall and and puts his hands on his hips and kind of considers for a moment and he he like touches the top and he touches the bottom and he closes his eyes and takes a deep breath and I roll a natural and he passes with a 37. Whoa. Looking through this portal that you've just created, John Lee Kevin Moore the Third and Clark Bishop see a metal tendril pulling back away from this portal and the view that you're looking through seems to be from the side of the hatch that was just penetrated by this metal tendril you're like looking out of that hatch somehow so if you walk through then you'd be on the other side from Don and Keith so it's about to come flying through this portal at us it's pulling away right now right but it's probably gonna hit again right in two turns yeah probably (laughs) (laughs) one of those is jack russell though and he's dead oh oh, uh two turns not two rounds okay you don't know that to be true (laughs) right of course not you did it john you did it yeah on the wrong side of the door though i think i mean john i was i was just warning you that that thing is in there but at this point maybe getting in there maybe the ball can't get in there i, I mean any place is better than this if the ball's gonna kill us can i hear this conversation you kind of yeah 
Strangely enough, you're hearing it from the other side of the hatch door. You can hear Clark and John having this conversation. Uh, Clark, is that you? John? Oh, shit. I'm still laying on the ground. Well, now that gives me an idea. (laughs) John closes the portal. (laughs) (laughs) I just realized your turn was opening the portal. Okay. Oh, no. That's fair. (laughs) The ball. (sighs) Crit fail. So this ball is like so freaked out. I mean, this thing is just making these noises, these like... just like aggressively poking at things you know trying to just like catch bodies seemingly it's just trying to collect but it's like out of control as you open this portal you see one of these long metal tendrils just flies up through into the portal it's like trying to like get one of you but it just completely misses as john closes the portal and this metal tendril just falls in this Leo Piston junk bunkyard bunker stilted room and it wriggles for like half a second and then it just stops. Whoa. You were you were right, John. That it it doesn't it can't or I don't know. Uh, I don't know what that means to us. <laughs> you injured it. You injured it. That's a good thing. Yeah. And through the uh, the John made hole in this uh, in the side of this room that's still there you hear this thing like (laughs) Keith it's your turn (laughs) Keith heard Jack Russell kind of like yell something as he was being taken away and it sounded like a spell to Keith and he knew that Don just cast a spell so Keith is thinking that he was trying to cast a spell so Keith starts saying to do hakanu, to do hakanu, to do hakanu. That's so good. <laughs> Amazing. Clark, it's your turn. He wants to kick the metal tendril that is now on the ground. What kind of texture and material do, uh, sensation do I get from it? Is, it? is it solid metal? It's like a hard, hard, solid, shiny metal. That was that was good work, John. I mean, that's you you created a portal. It just was kind of an inopportune time, but that's that's the kind of thing we need now. If we can time it right, we could either us go over there, or just bring them back to our side. Yeah, I just don't think it ever works out with the turn order. <laughs> I just don't think this happens while we're in combat. You can wait. What if I waited a moment and chose <laughs> chose the time I would strike? Yeah, I, I think that's uh, that's probably for the best, yeah. I'll trigger it to set off right after your turn. I'll skip this turn, wait till the end of your turn, and so the portal will ro- open right before Don's turn, in a manner of speaking. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I guess we can talk about turn order out of character. That's fine. <laughs> that's part of what we're playing. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I will trigger this. Yeah, I'll do all that. I'll trigger this action to go off after your next turn, Joe so that it'll open up and Don can run through it on his turn and bring Keith with him. So that just means that they have to survive whatever the ball does on this round, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, and it's Don's turn. So I saw the tendril like whiz into the door 
and then get cut off, basically. You heard it freaking out. Yeah, if you poked your head around the door, then you would see it's yeah. like not the whole tendril, like half the tendril yeah. is recoiling and it's losing its mind. Or mind. Hmm. It's losing its ball. It's marbles. Ha! I think I'd just stay in a good defensive spot, like preparing for a, another strike. Keith's like, chant this spell with me, Tudu Hakanu. <laughs> What, what, uh, does Don know what that does? You would recognize it as a mispronounced phrase that your old buddy Jack Russell used to say all the time when you two of you were on oh, the he boat said together. T- oh, my like, God. Fuck oh, it's shit. absolutely. Pro- oh, he just got it. Oh, He'd be like, oh, it's so good that it's just me and you because you've got two to a canoe here. Two to he a canoe. Two to a canoe. Two to a canoe. Oh, my God. Two I can't Hakanu. believe I didn't realize what that was. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. I thought it was a reference I wasn't getting. Yeah, which I was it like, was, what the but... fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, I-, I feel like I'd just be like, now stay close to me, boy. We got to survive this. And I'll like, is he near me? Or were you like scooting away from me? Or You're like standing like, over me. You still got him like by the shirt collar. Yeah, I'm holding him. <laughs> yeah, I have him by the, the shirt collar and I'm like taking a defensive position. Perfect. John is pushing his turn. Jack Russell is dead and the ball goes again. Don, Keith, the two of you see the ball put its long, long limbs into this shining, shimmering silver sea and begin moving. It drops the body of Jack Russell onto the boat right behind the little twins, still holding on to the body of Julie Maxwell, but it moves and makes its way toward the John made hole in the side of the original piston bunker yard. And John and Clark you both see just rising from below, right outside that John made hole, a one inch in diameter silver sphere pop up with the tendrils coming out below it and above it. It's made its way to the John made hole. Keith, your turn. I stand up. Fuck. I look on the other side of the door to see what could have happened to this spider when you look on the other side of the door you just see it's a hatch door it's kind of made out of the same material but then you see through the door this entirely new world the the sky completely dark it's almost tension relieving when you look into it because it is just one thing when you look into the sky and you look at materials that are in this plane of existence where you are currently it wrinkles your brain it like tenses your shoulders you haven't been able to really relax even though you feel completely content here there on the other side it is just darkness above and just light below i want to walk in looking straight above me like trying not to look at the ground at all and trying to not have the ground in my eyesight at all staring straight up and just walk in Past the ball in the foreground of your view, Clark and John both see Keith in the background walking through the door. Clark, it's your turn. Clark is going to try and uh, get low and put junk piles between him and the ball at the door. Yeah, so uh, John, his eyes get kind of big as he sees the ball floating there. And he kicks himself for closing the portal in the first place and uh, hastily tries to make it again. 
Ah, 43. <laughs> so with his experienced hand, he opens a door into the ivory endlessness of the uh, the terrain in the other bunker, and they see they see Keith just in front of him walking into it. So John yells at uh, John yells at Clark, "Come on, buddy! Like we gotta get fucking through this portal." And kind of assumes, I guess, that the ball will choose Leo instead of instead of Clark. He just grabs onto whatever part of Clark is closest to him and drags him through the portal with him. Dope. Amazing. All right, Don, your turn. I see Keith walk away from me, right? Yeah, Keith goes to the other side of the hatch. Do I see, like... John coming through? Yeah, when you when you turn and go around the hatch <laughs> to your left immediately on the inside of this hatch door, you see John dragging Clark through and they pass you as you're <laughs> as you're standing there, they pass you and walk right behind Keith into this uh <laughs> into this new world. I think Don just slams the fucking door and turns to go with them. Fuck yeah. So you come through the door, slam the door behind you, <laughs> and the four of you have entered a new world. It is John's turn. Right behind you, the inside of this hatch is still a portal to the world that you were just in. Anybody forget anything? Car keys? Cell phones? <laughs> Leo! <laughs> no, 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 no! No! God damn! <laughs> Some, we, I promised him we wouldn't forget him. Yeah! You hear a violent cry. We, we gotta help him. We did this to him. Did they forget the goat they fed to the Tyrannosaurus in Jurassic Park? No, it played an important role. And I'm gonna try to, <laughs> I'm gonna try to close that portal. Forty-five. Ah, I mean, yay! <laughs> <laughs> no, that's rad. You're, you're like the 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 fact that John Lee Kevin Moore the Third is just so in tune with this ability makes so much sense uh, because you're home, baby. John moves his experienced hands across this strange inky doorway, removes the portal, and the hatch dissipates into nothingness as well. The ground you all stand on is made of light. It's a soft glow that illuminates this new world from below. In every direction surrounding you, what could be called the ground meets what could be called the sky, and it's this blacker-than-black, opaque darkness. And there is nothing on the horizon except for a single imposing building way off in the distance, dimly lit from below, you can see that it's a slightly shiny pitch black. But Keith doesn't notice that because Keith is staring straight up and each of you understand why he hasn't stopped staring when you follow his gaze up into a tube of pure light hanging above. The interior wall of this incandescent pipe is made of the same light you currently stand on, and there seems to be only complete darkness beyond its well-lit passage. And there's something in this immense resplendent cylinder consistently plodding the glowing terrain somehow simultaneously moving toward you and staying at a uniform range it is a towering lumbering beast 
seemingly made of the darkness that surrounds everything in this place. It walks on two massive legs the size of trees. Its broad shoulders swing back and forth high above the glossy ground. And as you all stare, its image seems to form and reform over and over like incomprehensible little glitches and you cannot fully make sense of its shape. And then it roars. Every muscle in your body stiffens and every breath abandons your lungs. <laughs> <laughs>